Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey. Okay. Cats out the bag. I have had my second child, God willing. Um, I'm recording this well before he is actually due. Um, but Lord willing, we had a easy delivery and everything went well and I have a second child. <laughs> so yes, I had another baby. I've been pregnant nine months. Yeah. <laughs> All the things. And it's been, um, really exciting. This has definitely been an interesting journey um growing as a mom of two um and just like evolving into this new space in my personal life um so first i want to say um because i know I've, I've gotten a lot of questions or i know i'm going to get a lot of questions about um why i decided to keep my pregnancy private and um the truth of the matter is is that i feel like as business owners we have to recognize that every part of our lives it's not required for us to share it um but another thing is I was actually reading in the Bible and I was reading through Luke chapter one, where Elizabeth became pregnant. Now, Elizabeth, she's someone that struggled with um, fertility and things like that. Like she struggled to have children. And granted, that was not my experience and my story. Um, I did really identify with a specific verse. It's Luke 1 24, where it says, and after his wife, Elizabeth became pregnant and for five months remained in seclusion. The Lord has done this for me, she said. In these days, he has shown his favor and taken away my disgrace among the people. And and for me, I really just related to the scripture because um, there are a lot of things I'm, I'm sure all of us moms can relate to all the negative things that people say surrounding pregnancy and surrounding having children. Um, and I really just didn't want to experience at this time. And I realized actually by me just keeping my mouth shut and allowing myself to just emotionally prepare and physically prepare and mentally prepare for this baby um things were just so much easier and I, I just I was able to go with grace and I experienced a lot of God's favor and blessing through this pregnancy and so it's just really important to me to just keep this private um keep this intimate and when the time was was coming which is now you know I can share it with everyone so anyway that's all I want to say about that. But really, I wanted to um, maybe talk a little bit more about like just the journey and experience that I'm having with maternity leave as a business owner. When um, when I had King, I only took two weeks off of my business and I got right back to work. Um, I was actually in the hospital like after I had King, I was in the hospital room literally like on calls and just doing all kind of things because I did not set my business up to actually take a break from it. And so this episode, it's not even just about like taking maternity leave. It's about being able to take a break period from your from your business. And so, um, you know, I just think about like taking a vacation or taking a sabbatical, right? Like some people, they like to take a whole month off of their business. How can we set ourselves up to be able to do that? Um, the truth of the matter is like when I had King, 
the two weeks off, that was okay because I, for myself and, and praise God, the newborn phase was just super boring with him. Like he didn't do anything. Um, you know, he wasn't like a crier. We didn't like miss out on a lot of sleep and all that kind of stuff. But in hindsight, I do realize just how exhausting that period was with me just like taking the two weeks off and then jumping right back into work. And so this time around, I was like, you know what? I gotta be more proactive, you know, and planning for a maternity leave giving myself grace as I'm raising a toddler alongside of a newborn. So um, I feel like as we get further along in business, we start thinking about things like, oh, if I'm having another kid, I need to take maternity leave or, oh, I want to take a, a two week or a three week long vacation. How can I do that? And so while, yes, I'm speaking from a place of taking maternity leave, I do want to also like mention that this same process and framework that I'm talking about in terms of like how I've set myself up to take maternity leave, it can work for you deciding to take a vacation in your business or you deciding to go on a sabbatical or you just deciding to take the week of Christmas off, right? Like I know some business owners who don't even take Christmas off and it's like, whoa, you don't need to be working 24 seven. Like we've created these businesses, we can have a life. Um, and so anyway, here's some things that I thought about and that I've done to prepare for maternity leave. And actually before I start like really sharing into the details, I just want to let you know that I created like a guide or like a workbook for planning maternity leave or sabbatical or vacation. Um, I've taken a bit a month off of my business before. I've actually taken longer off. And one thing that I realized is that in order to take off time in your business, you have to plan properly. And sometimes we forget like the little nuances. And so I've created this little guide or this little workbook, however you want to call it. Um, and I'm going to link it below because as of this recording, it's not fully done. <laughs> but by the time you guys hear this, it will be done. Um, what's already done is bomb.com. But I just wanted to like share this guide and this workbook that I've created because I really feel like it'll help you, especially if you're that person who you're just not quite sure what it looks like logistically to take time off of your business and really take the time off. Like when I say take time off, I don't mean like you're still working like behind the scenes or whatever. Although you could totally do that, right? Like you could still be like checking in for, you know, 30 minutes a day or something. But really, I want you to like set yourself up in a way that if you wanted to, you could completely take a break from your business for a week or two weeks or for however long your maternity leave is, right? So that's that. Anyway, how to prepare for maternity leave or sabbatical or a vacation as a business owner. The thing number one that I thought about is how much time do I want to take off? So deciding how much time you want to take off is super important. And as entrepreneurs, we have gotten into this because we want time freedom. For a lot of us, family comes first. So it's important to determine how much time you want off up front. So for me, I knew that for maternity leave, I wanted at least eight weeks and then to ease myself back into work. Um, so my maternity leave is going to look like eight weeks fully off. And then when I come back in May, I'll be part time. And then in June, I'll be full time. Now, as y'all know, I really only work part time anyway. So what May will look like is half of what my normal hours are. So normally I probably would work like 15 to 24 hours a week. Um, so in May, I'll be doing about four to seven hours a week just to like ease myself back in. And then I'll amp myself back up to what I'm used to in June, hopefully depending on like how scheduling stuff out works out with the kids. But um, the first step is just figuring out how much time you want to take off and actually putting the date down, right? Writing the date down, making it something that's visible to you, something that you are constantly thinking about, constantly talking about, because without a date, 
you're probably not going to take the break, right? Without really setting like, okay, this is when I'm taking off. You won't, you won't ever do it. So this is especially important when we're talking about like taking a vacation, right? If you don't actually set the dates or book the hotel or book the flight or whatever, you're probably not going to actually take the vacation. It's going to be this idea in the back of your mind, but it won't actually happen. And so that's why for me, the first step was just deciding how much time I wanted to take off and what the dates look like for that. So that was the first thing. The next thing I did um, and the next thing I recommend is to look at your budget. What do you need in order to cover your bills and your overhead? So what I did is I mapped out a detailed budget of what I could like purchase. So what my monthly expenses are, whether they're like bills um, or like paying team, all that kind of stuff. So I mapped that out first. And then I projected the income I could expect to make during maternity leave. Um, and the reason why I did that is because I wanted to see, okay, if I'm not actively selling or promoting anything new, how much money would be coming in the door? And granted, I started planning for maternity leave in November. So I planned for maternity leave like six months before I, I was even going on leave. So it was a little bit tricky to kind of map out like, oh, how much do I expect to make, you know? half a year from now but I still mapped out like just an idea of okay if I'm promoting this offer whatever whatever this is how much I expect to be making during this time um, I also canceled unnecessary subscriptions so this was the time that I realized like okay eight weeks that's that's honestly the longest I've ever taken a step back from my business so I was like all right I need to cancel stuff that I'm not actually using so I've been canceling all the subscriptions and all that kind of stuff because when I'm looking at my budget I'm just trying to make sure that my business can run if everything was lean, right? My business can run even if I don't have a ton of one-on-one -on -one clients or mastermind clients or whatever. Like how would how would the things work out financially? Um, and this leads to step three, which is where I created a plan to get ahead financially. So once I had my budget written out, like I knew how much I needed in bills, I knew how much I needed, um, you know, in terms of like paying the team, um, I knew how much like I thought I would be bringing in, then I created a plan to get ahead financially because I wanted it to be set up to where when the time came, if I made no money in my business, I would still be okay to take the break. Um, and I feel like when we set ourselves up for that, it just makes life a lot easier. So I'm literally saying the bare minimum. Like I'm not saying like have in excess or anything. I'm just saying like, what money do you need to pay your bills, pay your team and still, you know, have grocery money or whatever, right? Um, so I created a plan to get ahead financially and then I created a savings plan, like a savings goal. And I started paying down any bills I could pay down early. So this is why like planning and actually like thinking things through ahead of time is in your best interest because if you are more prepared, like the more prepared you are financially, the better you can feel about taking a break even if you don't make a single sale while you're on vacation or whatever, right? Like obviously, yeah, we want to make money in our sleep. We want to do all these things, but when we're on vacation, like when we're off, you just kind of got to let go and let God. And so I really wanted to put myself in a position where financially I wasn't going to struggle and I wasn't going to come back to a business on fire. So I started creating my savings goal and I started paying down any kind of like small bills like um, internet and phone and things like that, like things that I could pay off just kind of early. I started paying those things down so I wouldn't have to worry about it if my income dips during maternity leave. Um, and I... 
I knew that I wasn't going to be like launching anything except for my digital products. So, you know, depending on how all that works, of course, I'll still be making income. But if I don't make anything, I still have like a savings to fall back on. And I still have like just all the other things that I've already mapped out. And then, and even with creating um, a plan to get ahead financially, um, something else that I thought about is, okay, when I do come off a of maternity leave, what's going to be my big push, you know? And that helped me kind of feel a little bit better because I'm like, okay, if I take a hit during maternity leave, which is fine, then when I jump back in the game, you know, I'm, I'm jumping right back into a launch. Um, and we'll talk about this launch in, in a second. So, you know, I've decided how much time I want to take off. I've looked at my budget. I've created a plan to get ahead financially. I'm paying things down. So the fourth thing I did is I let my clients know about my maternity leave. Um, and you could insert maternity leave, sabbatical, whatever. Um, but I let my clients know and they actually knew early. Um, so I've let all my clients know as of like they knew January 1st, pretty much when I was taking maternity leave. Um, and what I let them know is how much access they'll have to me, um, what systems were in place for them, who their point of contact would be, um, and just like a estimated uh, response time for me if if they did have access to me. Um, one thing that I actually did do, which I talked about in another episode is that I've closed down a couple of businesses. Um, and it's kind of weird. Like, I don't think I explained it in the Latin the episode where I talked about closing businesses. But even though I've closed businesses, I still have clients in some of those businesses because we had an existing contract or, you know, um, like, like for some people, they had a year long contract for other people. It was, you know, like, it, it, I just had different situations with how people's contracts were. So there are still like some people that I am working with because it's just a contractual obligation um, but I'm not taking on any new clients so anyway I told my clients when maternity leave was how much access they would have to me um, and then starting in January and which gave me three months we created a plan that worked for them their business but it also gave them a chance to not resign the contract if they didn't want to work with someone else on my team so there are some people who their contracts were ending and so that's why I told them that's why I let my clients know so early because I wanted to give them the option to not resign if they didn't want to. And that was a decision that I had to come to terms with. And it's something that you have to think about as well. You have to think about, you know, how people will feel about not being able to work directly with you or speak directly with you for an extended period of time. Now, if it's only a week, you know, that's different, right? If you're only taking a week long vacation, that's one thing. But if you're taking like a month long sabbatical or like me, two months of maternity leave, and really it's like three months because the the month of um, May, I'm going to be part time. So they, they're not going to have the same level of access to me so you just want to be as forthcoming as possible like that's what I'm realizing just out of integrity be as forthcoming as possible with the level of access that people will have to you and putting a system in place that works for everybody that still allows you that chance to actually take that break and take that step back um, from things I know for me with my companies a lot of things are based on um on scheduling right on uh, we can bulk create we can there's so much that we can do in advance that the time that I'm going to be off it's not going to really change things or make or break things right so I, I I do think that I have like an easier time um but I've worked with people who are graphic designers or web designers right and for them, for their clients, you know, they're just really honest and transparent of like, okay, hey, I'm taking maternity leave during this time. So 
we have to start your project either before or after. Like, you know, so there's ways that you can think it through with your client to figure out a plan that works best for them. Um, but I think it's really important if you're taking an extended amount of time off to just be as upfront and let your clients know as soon as you've set those dates and you've really started putting a plan in place for, okay, I'm actually taking this time off to just let them know up front so you can start creating those systems and get stuff in place for you to actually take the time off. Um, the fifth thing is hire an assistant. So um, I've had an assistant for a while. Well, I've had a virtual assistant for a while. First, it was my sister and then I hired my boo, Caitlin. Um, so I've been working with a virtual assistant for probably the last year off and on. Um, and one thing I will say is that there has been nothing better in the world than having a VA, um, than having like a right hand person that can really take over that admin stuff, the more routine things that you do in your business to know that someone will be able to execute that most, especially when you decide to take a leave from your business. Um, I honestly recommend hiring an assistant well before you actually take the break. Um, this way you have time to build them to, tr you know, like, like build any systems or whatever, um, but also to train them on what actually needs to be done. So my current VA, probably by this, by the time I go on maternity leave, we would have been together over six months actually. So um, she's been with me long enough. We have like SOPs in place. We have different systems in place. Um, and it's just very like, we she knows what she needs to do we know what needs to be done like everything is just set to a system and it just works great and i recommend having an assistant especially someone that has been working with you for a little while because they will be able to um to answer questions or to you know point people to where they need to be or be that point of contact for you when you aren't as available as you were when you when you are day-to-day -day in the business I hope that makes sense um but the, the assistant just really just I always say I have a point of contact and for me it's an assistant for you it may be someone else on the team right it doesn't have to be necessarily an assistant and another thing I want to say is that um having a virtual assistant it doesn't have to be something that's super expensive right it doesn't have to be something that breaks the bank for you and it doesn't have to be someone that's full-time you can hire someone for 10 hours um 10 hours a month and when you go on your your leave or your vacation your sabbatical whatever they're able to just come in and for those 10 hours a month they're able to execute all those you know routine things that happen in your business now you have someone that can do it so you can fully take a break um but hiring an assistant i feel like that's like a number one thing to do or hiring someone that can for lack of better words replace you in your business right who can do the things that you do i'm not saying they have to like execute your um because like my virtual assistant she doesn't create the social media content for my clients or schedule their content or no she doesn't do those things but she can be the point of contact and she can be the person that tells them like oh hey don't forget your stuff is here or make sure that you upload your your um your videos to to the google drive or whatever right she can be that person and and that way i don't have to be so client facing and i can just enjoy my time off and then check in with her whenever i'm gonna check with her um and that's another thing it's like when you hire your assistant if you're taking an extended amount of time off, like, and, and I would say extended amount of time would be like three weeks to you know, three weeks plus, um, then you want to like create some check-in points with your assistant or decide how you're going to check in with your assistant so that you are still checking on your business. Because you, I mean, I am not at the point yet where I can be like, all right, you guys run this thing. I'm gone. You know, like I'm, I'm not quite there yet. I don't know if anybody is really at a point um, in running a company where they can just be like, okay, for two months I'm gone and I'm not going to think about you guys. I feel like that'd be a little reckless, 
personally but I mean you know hey maybe you you'll get to that point but when you're doing this for the first time I just recommend having like some check-in points and even if you're only going to be gone for a week or two weeks you can still have a check-in with your point of contact to see what's going on and see if there's any like emergency fires that you may need to help put out um but by having someone like an, a, a VA or just whoever your point is um by having someone in your business that's been with you for a while like well before you take your break um usually they're able to put out the fires for you and that's the that's the beautiful part so after hiring an assistant the last thing is batching content and just getting ahead of marketing and launching um so i have a launch that's coming up in may so i knew based off of like how I was taking my leave that I needed to get ahead of all the plans for it. So I personally use Asana for project management and so, and for team management actually. And so I use my Asana boards and I just started creating a structure for how content was gonna be planned. Um, and I just started creating in advance for like for everything everything I needed to do from the podcast like I knew the podcast needed weekly episodes I know my YouTube channel um it's hit or miss but I knew that needed weekly episodes my email newsletter right that needed to be created and so I was really intentional about okay now that I know how much time I'm taking off for leave I really wanted to get things um just done and created through maternity leave that way when I came back I wouldn't be super stressed and I also gave myself a bit of a buffer window so I come back part-time in May um but I, I went ahead and worked on May content that way just in case you know I realized that having two kids is super crazy um I knew that like okay at least I have a month of content to fall back on um just in case you know things like life happens right um also you know just having like content ideas and just things that my assistant could help me out with to help me like with repurposing so that I could stay on track with marketing while I was on leave because one thing that I didn't want to happen or that I don't want to happen is that while I'm on maternity leave you know I fall off the face of the earth um and you guys know me I fell off the face of the earth with King right like when I was pregnant with him I didn't show up and then when I went on maternity leave with him I did not show up and even though maternity leave was two months when I jumped back in the game I wasn't focused on content or marketing or launching because I was still trying to like get my head above water with being a first-time mom so this time I wanted to be really intentional with okay let's batch content let's um you know go ahead and put out and map out the launch plan what what can we do to go ahead and start executing on the launch so like we have a lot of launch things planned um some of the content is already created things like that because I was like we have to be proactive and we jump back in or when I jump back in I don't want to jump back in and be like oh my gosh I'm supposed to be launching in two weeks and I have nothing so um that's what I mean by like, in order to take a break from your business, it's so important to plan ahead of time. And I feel like because I have been literally planning this since last year, it really put me in a position where I feel really confident and really comfortable when I take my leave and just having a system in place for who's going to take care of my clients and how they're going to be taken care of. Um, but then also, how am I still going to be able to check in on my business without feeling like have to jump in all the time and put out fires um and that's why I really love having my assistant Caitlin because it's like I know that she can put out a lot of fires for me um and I mean granted we don't have a ton of fires that happen in the business but if anything were to happen that was like just crazy or random it's good to know that I I know she could handle it um but also good to know that if there is a fire um 
my clients feel comfortable enough going to Caitlin and then Caitlin can come to me instead of me having to be overwhelmed with clients and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, that is like the process. That is how I plan for and prepared for maternity leave is the same thing I'm going to do when I start planning like um, our next family vacation, because as a family now of four, um, I imagine that family vacations are going to look a little different than they did when it was just King. Um, and so I want to just be more intentional about when I'm taking time off to be with the family and stuff like that, that I actually take the time off and not try to split my time now there's anything wrong with it right but I really don't want to have a business or like create a lifestyle where I'm splitting half my time you know on vacation between oh I'm on vacation with the family and I'm also working like I don't want to do that um so yeah definitely check out that guide that I've created um it's going to be in the CEO digital shop just like all the rest of my courses and everything um, and I'm super excited about sharing that because I really think it'll help you just kind of break down and map out and think through all the different moving parts of um, taking a break from your business in a way that just you feel really confident and comfortable. Like I'm sitting here recording this episode and I'm just like, yeah, I'm like really confident and comfortable with the fact that I'm going to take time off. And I'll probably like do an update to this episode um, after maternity leave, just like talk about how I felt and the experience of it but I really wanted to kind of share my planning and just kind of before thoughts of this whole experience so yeah Kay has two babies <laughs> so much fun and yes thanks for hanging out with me until next time I will talk to you later darling thanks so much for tuning in don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.